Hello, and welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thank you for listening on this Friday, February 19th, 2021. Topics on this episode include moving to Kansas, more M&A news in the industry, and the latest on rising mortgage rates. Today's podcast is sponsored by MCT. MCT's recently released Business Intelligence, a powerful web-based analytics, is designed to give clients more visibility on their data points to inform their business and empower them to make decisions and track their performance. The platform aggregates proprietary mortgage pipeline and loan sale data to provide strategic insights to MCT clients in the form of customizable reports, illustrative charts, and actionable insights. You could optimize your investor relationships today through MCT's Business Intelligence. It's Friday, so let's start today with some jokes. I told my suitcase that there will be no vacations this year. Now I'm dealing with emotional baggage. I went for a COVID test, and the nurse asked me, Have you had a sudden loss of taste? I replied, No, I've always dressed like this. On a more serious note, want to make a quick 15 grand by moving your company and its jobs to Topeka, Kansas, through the city's Choose Topeka incentive program? Now's your chance. For that link, go to robchrisman.com. This week, we had the AmeriHome deal, and many in our industry expect more deals will be announced. Depository bank mergers and acquisitions are also worth a look. A report from FJ Capital Management predicts that the M&A market will bounce back and increase significantly over the next 10 to 15 years. The report projects that the U.S., which currently has about 5,000 community banks, may have only half as many in 10 to 15 years, mostly because of mergers and continuing pre-pandemic trends. Some think that there will be a big change from 2019 to 2020. Looking back, data from S&P Global Market Intelligence shows that 2019 was a good year for bank M&A. The first quarter of 2019 saw 47 deals that totaled $6.7 billion, leaving out SunTrust's $28.3 billion sale to BB&T. That number dropped to 39 deals in the first three months of 2020, worth a combined $6.6 billion. PCBB reports that those 39 sales were the smallest number of closed deals in any quarter since 2011, when 33 banks changed hands in the first three months of the year. Price-to-book ratios were lower for 2020 deals than in 2019, too. The median price-to-tangible book ratio was 156.3% in the first three months of 2020. By comparison, That number was 170.5% for the last three months of 2019 and 159% for 2019 as a whole. As we saw yesterday in the bond market, investors are becoming more and more inclined to believe that a recovery is in the offing. Assuming the economy rebounds as the pandemic recedes, M&A interest and activity should increase along with it. But the factors that make banks attractive targets will probably be different than they were in 2019. M&A buyers will probably look for particular criteria like banks with loan portfolios that did well during the pandemic, technological infrastructure and capabilities, earning capacity during a near-zero rate environment, and excess liquidity. PCBB believes that the parties in bank transactions might ask, how well did the bank's loan portfolio perform during the pandemic? How up-to-date and firmly embedded are a target bank's technological abilities? Like many other office-based firms, banks have been forced into staffing workers from home and helping customers to do business virtually. Banks that have done that successfully by leveraging technology to reduce overhead and increase customer self-service will have a competitive advantage. How strong is a bank's ability to earn, given that interest rates are near zero? All banks' net margins are under attack, and that probably won't change in the next 18 or so months. 
Banks that have managed overhead while proactively developing fee income will be more attractive than those that have not. Lastly, how much of the excess liquidity currently on the balance sheet is expected to stay? Banks that leverage the opportunities from PPP or look at longer-term trends in developing profitable relationships, strong core deposits are likely to be valued higher in a merger of equals. Each day I talk about treasury yields, though recently there has been little correlation between those and mortgage rates with all the support from the Federal Reserve. So let's talk about actual mortgage rates. Yesterday's primary mortgage market survey from Freddie Mac for the week ending February 18th saw the 30-year rate up 8 basis points to 2.81% after remaining unchanged for the prior three weeks. The 15-year rate rose 2 basis points to 2.21%. Psychology and economic news are driving rates, and there were a couple of headline releases yesterday. The latest jobless claims report unexpectedly increased from last week to hit a four-week high. And the trends aren't good. There were 4.49 million continuing unemployment claims and 4.06 million pandemic extension claims. It's a double-edged sword. The labor market has a tough road ahead, but these unsavory figures will contribute to pressure lawmakers to go big on the next stimulus package. Meanwhile, housing starts were shy of estimates, falling 6% in January, while building permits increased more than expected, hitting their highest level since 2006. Permits rose for both single-family and multifamily projects signaling the housing rebound still has plenty of forward momentum, but upward pressure on median home prices remains, hurting first-time homebuyers. Black Knight reported that the number of mortgages in active forbearance rose by 15,000 since last Tuesday. Despite the weekly increase, the monthly rate of decline held steady at negative 2%, continuing the trend of very slow but steady improvement in the number of outstanding forbearance cases. Later this morning brings preliminary February market manufacturing and services PMIs and January existing home sales. We also have two Fed speakers scheduled, Richmond's Barkin and Boston's Rosengren. The desk will conduct two operations totaling up to $5.3 billion, starting with $2 billion of Gini 2, 2% and 2.5%, followed by $3.2 billion of UMBS 30, 1.5% and 2%. After Treasuries ended yesterday mixed, though with little movement and the MBS basis closed sharply tighter, we begin the day today with agency MBS prices down an eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.31%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. How it starts. Part 5 of 5. After retiring, I went to the Social Security office to apply for Social Security. The woman behind the counter asked me for my driver's license to verify my age. I looked in my pockets and realized I had left my wallet at home. I told the woman that I was very sorry, but I would have to go home and come back later. The woman said, unbutton your shirt. So I opened my shirt, revealing my curly silver hair. She said, that silver hair on your chest is proof enough for me and she processed my social security application. When I got home, I excitedly told my wife about my experience at the social security office. She said, you should have dropped your pants. You might have gotten disability too. Then the fight started. (laughs) I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, MCT. MCT offers an array of best-in-class services and software covering mortgage pipeline hedging, best execution loan sales, outsourced lock desk solutions, MSR portfolio valuations, business intelligence analytics, mark-to-market services, and an award-winning comprehensive capital markets software platform called MCT Live. 
MCT supports independent mortgage bankers, depositories, credit unions, warehouse lenders, and correspondent investors of all sizes. MCT is well known for its team of capital markets experts and senior traders who continue to provide the boutique-style hands-on engagement clients love. For more information, visit mcttrading.com. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.